the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Happy Feast Day, and uh, happy Father's Day to all of our fathers. Today we read this account of the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles, and we are reminded in the hymns and the commentaries that what happened with the Tower of Babel is reversed and undone on this day. You remember the Tower of Babel, the, supposedly all of the human race spoke the same language, right? And when they built the tall tower, God confused their tongues and they were unable to complete the project because they didn't understand each other. <laughs> and so now, with the descent of the Holy Spirit, the Babel is reversed and everyone hears in their own language and everyone understands the voice and the message and the power of the Holy Spirit. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing and mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire, and it sat upon them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. St. Nikolai says this. He first asks a question. Of course, you know, he always asks the question and then answer, so he can answer it, right? <laughs> uh, at least he knows what question to ask. What sort of sound is this? The sound as of a mighty rushing wind. Is it not the sound of the angelic host? Is it not the sound of the cherubim's wings that the prophet Ezekiel heard? Whatever it is, it is not of earth but of heaven, not from earthly winds but from the heavenly powers. This sound indicates the descent of the heavenly king, the Holy Spirit, the comforter. Wow. So when the Holy Spirit descended upon the, on the apostles, the angels of heaven accompanied this descent. We know that where the angels are, God is, and where God is, the angels are, right? But on this occasion, it was so incredible, so big, so magnificent, so incomprehensible, but not inaudible. And God gave that to us to have some sense of the angelic host descending with the Holy Spirit upon the disciples, and the apostles. The Spirit is not fire, he says. He is not a dove. He showed himself at the Jordan in the form of a dove, 
and now shows himself as fire, in the former case to signify the innocence and purity of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in this case, to signify the fiery power, the warmth and light. A power that burns up sin. A heat that warms up the heart. A light that illumines the mind. I began to think uh, of this, you know, in terms of the of the three powers of the soul, the mind and the heart and the will. Tongues of fire, power, warmth, light. I believe that power corresponds to the will in man. That warmth corresponds to the heart of man, as St. Nikolai indicates, and also light corresponds to the mind. Even when we say the heavenly king prayer, O heavenly king, O comforter, the spirit of truth, not, not, not almost holy trinity, that's the prayer I'm thinking of. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Lord, cleanse us from our sins. Master, pardon our iniquities. Holy God, visit and heal our infirmities for thy name's sake. And this is just my own speculation on this, but it seems to me that healing has to do with the, the will, the, the broken will the will that's, you know, got a broken leg on it and, and, and it hobbled it. It's not working right. And it needs to be healed. Our wills don't work like they're supposed to. Our will is supposed to carry us to God. But often it doesn't. And so it needs to be healed. Pardon, forgiveness strikes right at the heart, doesn't it? Forgiveness melts a person's heart. And cleansing. Cleansing, I don't know about you, I'll speak for myself, my mind needs to be cleansed. Oh my goodness, how much is poured out upon our minds through our uh, uh, eyes in, uh, in all the media and everything surrounding us. I want to take a scrub brush and scrub my mind off. God help me to cleanse the mind. Recently, I read a sermon by St. Nikolai. It was, a, it was from the prologue from June the 6th. And when I read it, and knowing that I had been asked to give the sermon today, I thought, I've, I need to use the, this and share this in this homily today because it speaks to the issue. He says, and it's about guarding the heart, and with closest custody, guard your heart 
for it is in it are the sources of life. Proverbs 4. St. Nikolai says, God wants the heart. My son, give me your heart. Proverbs 23. He says, guard your heart. Guard and affix it to the Lord and give it to the Lord. Give your heart to the Lord. I thought, I thought, I don't know if there's any Baptist preacher that could give an altar call better than St. Nikolai. Give your heart to the Lord. Then he recounts all the things of the heart, the evil treasures of the heart. Out of the heart of an evil man proceed evil thoughts, murderers, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies, Matthew 15. But from a good heart proceed love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Galatians 5. Do you see how great a warehouse is the heart of man? Do you see what all can fit into the heart of a man? Oh, my brother, God the Holy Spirit Himself, when it pleases Him, can fit into the heart of a man. How deep and wide is the heart? God the Holy Spirit can fit into the heart and knocks on the heart on this day especially. You know, we ask uh, a lot of things into our heart, but only God can save us. We can ask a presidential candidate into our heart. That presidential candidate is not going to save us. God will save us. And our country, as Christians, is the kingdom of God, not of this world. And we are called to be citizens good citizens in this world but we have a prior allegiance and our king is God and we need to take comfort in that and assurance in that do you find yourself just confused trembling running no focus, tension, stress. Where is all this coming from? A world and a nation that has rejected God? We are here to accept God today. To ask 
God, the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit into our heart. And maybe there's someone here today who has never done that before. And you know, you're here because you know that God is speaking to you. You can do that today. And there are many of us. I read this stuff and I go, how serious am I myself? I can spend all my time criticizing this, that, and the other, and, and all the things that I hear about how evil the world is, how godless the world is. Well, how evil and godless am I? And each one of us now, on this day, need the tongues of fire. And we need to renew this spark that was given to us when we were baptized. Renew it today. And those of us who are not here today, those of our friends and relatives and those who are close to us that we know have grown cold of heart, the fire is not out. The fire is not out. And St. Seraphim of Serovs reminds us that that spirit of fire given to us when we were baptized, even when we are unrepentant, cries out to God for repentance and amendment to life. And so today... Let us be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let us sing to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Let us sing together as we continue this service. For out of a full heart, out of a full heart filled with the Spirit of God, how can we help but sing? And as we continue today, in the Divine Liturgy, when we come to that moment, and you know where that moment is, every Sunday we say it. Send down thy Holy Spirit upon us and upon these gifts here spread forth. Let us pray it together earnestly today from our heart, believing that God will fill that spiritual place in our heart with the light and the warmth and the power of God.